Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. I want to tell you a story real quick that doesn't necessarily show uh, that, that I'm a, a, a smart businessman per se. And yet some of the things in business, when you just have the courage to go for it, you figure out the ways. You figure out how to do it. Whether we're talking about business or relationships or health or any type of goal that you set, sometimes just going for it, taking action, Moving forward is all you need to break through whatever it is that might be holding you back, and typically it's just fear. What's up? It's Johnny King. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Johnny King Show. And in this episode, I kind of want to talk about something that uh, I was just writing about in my book, my soon-to-be-released book called Becoming Kings. Uh, and that is one of the examples I give where, uh, again, I, I had started a gym in 2010, and I knew nothing of what I was doing. This was my first entrepreneurial foray, right? I was just it was my first kind of go at like getting out there. What I did know is that I hated uh, kind of working in corporate America. I hated kind of having two weeks of work. Um, I hated kind of the, the daily grind and not loving or being passionate about whatever I did each day. The majority of my time spent day to day, I was not enjoying it. And so when I ventured off on my own and I started my first gym, one of the very first wonderful first world problems was that, uh, again, I really had no idea what I was doing. But the best thing I did was that on a credit card, I hired a new coach and uh, he started giving me a bunch of things that didn't work but a bunch of things that did, okay? And if I had been too critical, (laughs) I may have, like, fired him, but the fact that he was giving me some sort of direction was way better than anything that I was doing on my own, right? And so in this particular instance, um, I had spent, like, the first three months operating my business where I I, I kind of, I, I, I intellectually knew that just quote-unquote saying you're open for business doesn't mean people are going to come in, right? Duh. I knew that without proper management, or not management, um, marketing, that that people wouldn't be knocking down my doors. And yet I I was so steeped in my own sense of fear and lack of self-worth and everything else that I literally, (laughs) I would literally go over to the the space that I leased and I would sit in my car, right? I'd sit in my car outside the place until about 10 or 15 minutes after quote unquote class was supposed to start, knowing full well that no one was gonna show up and then I would drive back home. (laughs) I laugh about it now because I'm like, what was I doing? Like what? The fact that I had a gym 
that I owned for five years until I sold it. And then it lasted another five years after that until COVID bewilders me. It bewilders me, but it goes to show too, that sometimes you don't have to be this, you know, the sharpest tool in the shed to, to become successful, uh, in a business, right? As long as you have a clear problem that you're solving, and you have the cojones to put yourself out there in providing that solution and people really need it, you know, and you're in, you know, in the business of offering value, then it's, it's going to, chances are good that you're going to figure out something, right? So here, here I was, I'm, I'm sitting there and day in and day out goes by. I had one person, one gal that knew about me. Somehow I forget how she found out about me. Um, but she would come in for one of my classes. I had a couple of different classes offered each morning. She'd come in. So I, I at least was able to, you know, teach one person. But because I had no money, I this is a gym where I was offering boot camp classes uh, that were just all body weight, right? And so I was more or less just personal training her. But I was renting out, you know, this huge gym location. <laughs> a lot of square footage with no... Uh, no equipment, but she loved it. She was like getting like personal training basically for, for nothing. Right. And I didn't care because it at least, you know, distracted me from the fact that I was going to fail by Christmas. That that was what I honestly believed. I had opened my business September 13th and I was going to be closed by Christmas. That was my belief. So, but then again, I just was out there. I was doing it. Um, I was really, really like each and every single day that no one would show up, I would shame myself. I'd judge myself, I'd be hard on myself. And all I'd end up doing is going home and either taking a nap or watching, you know, something on TV, a movie, uh, and distract myself from it, right? Uh, you would think that uh, not much would change, which it wouldn't have had I not at least continue to have conversations with people. I kept meeting people for coffee. I kind of kept networking. And someone said, hey, do you, do you know about this new thing called Groupons? I was like, what? No, what's that? They told me about it, and I was fascinated. I jumped online. I was like, oh, my gosh. This could be it. And so I applied, and they immediately denied me. <laughs> They're like, well, you don't have any reviews. Uh, it doesn't appear that anyone has come to your gym before, so... We're, we don't stand to make any money. You know, no one's going to buy it. I was like, oh, well, yeah, I guess it was worth a try. Thanks anyways. <laughs> and then someone else tells me, and I was telling them about this, you know, again, what was me story. And like, yeah, I'm going to fail. And uh, well, at least I, at least I tried, you know, like, well, did you hear about, um, living social deals? I was like, no, what's that? They're like, well, it's like a knockoff of Groupon. And this was before Living Social was bought out by Amazon. And so they were hurting. They were more of a startup than Groupon, not as established and not as popular. So I reached out to Living Social. Uh, and they were like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> and so I put out a, uh, a Living Social deal. And it was $25 for an unlimited month of bootcamp classes. So essentially six classes per week if you wanted to for $25, right? So I'm giving it away. But I sold 91 Groupons. 
or yeah, living social deals, whatever you get what I'm saying, right? 91 of them I sold in 24 hours and I was thrilled. I had a moment of pure joy and elation. And then I also had a moment of total fear. Because <laughs> my thought went to, oh my God, on Monday, I'm going to have 91 people walk in my doors. 91 people in my class. That goes to show you how little I knew. Okay? What I've come to realize is that like living social, Groupon deals, um, promotions like those type of things that people buy, it's almost similar to a webinar. Okay? So maybe you have 100 people register for the webinar. If you have 35% of those people actually show up, that's a really good thing. You know, but the vast majority of people, they'll either forget, they don't put it on the calendar, they have something else that comes up, they don't want to get on it after all, they, you know, they forget, whatever, right? People were the same way with, with Groupons. I was surprised over the years, as I started looking back, at how many people would buy these Groupon deals because that was not the, the one and only one I did. I started doing them all the time and, and actually starting to crush it with those, with my gym. That's another story, another day. But ultimately... Um, I, I really believed that 91 people were going to walk in my gym on, on Monday and I had no idea how I was going to lead 91 people. And my thought went to, okay, I just made 50% of, you know, 91 deals. Okay. So if you do the math, 91 deals times 25 is... $2,275. Okay. Divide that by two. I made $1,137 and 50 cents. I was rich, rich in my mind. Right. Um, but my thought was like, okay, I could take that money. Um, and I could go buy a bunch of equipment, kettlebells and bands. I'm like, man, I don't even, I don't even have enough money to, to buy and, and to me, I'm like, that just doesn't make sense. In my mind, I was like, that doesn't make sense that I would go buy equipment for 90, like 91 pairs of dumbbells, right? That's ridiculous. I, w I would probably be able to spend, I could probably buy 20 or 30 if I had spent that entire like $1,200, right? It's like, that doesn't make sense. I don't know what to do. And, I, and I've messed up the story already because I actually hadn't yet, <laughs> I hadn't yet uh, hired my coach. Steve, my, uh, my gym coach, my boot camp coach, marketing coach. I had not yet hired him. <clears throat> but the thought was like, okay, I don't have necessarily the resources. Okay. And at this point I was, I had just gotten into Tony Robbins, right. In a major way that, that previous year I had just gotten into him. And so much of what he had been saying was you may not have the resources but that just means that you must be resourceful, okay? That is one of your greatest gifts is that you can be resourceful even if you don't have the resources. You can figure out a way to get the resources one way or another, right? And the more business you do, you realize like, man, you got to use other people's money. You got to use other people's uh, equipment. You got to be able to, to figure out how to stay lean and mean as long as you can until your business is making money and it can buy its own assets, right? So something dawned on me 
I forget how or why. I don't know if it was a conversation. I don't know if it was, you know, a thought that came from God that popped in my head. I don't remember, but I do remember that all of a sudden I was like, you know what? And maybe it was just maybe it was just an email. I think maybe I was on the email list because Steve and his partner uh, Craig Valentine were the two creators of this ninety-seven dollar info product that I had purchased that said start your six-figure boot camp in ninety days. Right, and so I had uh, I had bought that product and then I was on their email list. So maybe that's how I got it, you know. But either way, I found out that Steve was offering unlimited um, like boot camp gym marketing coaching for $3,000 for the entire year. And to me, that was like a shit ton of money right now. (laughs) Oh man. Some of my coaches, I pay way more than $3,000 a month. Oh man. Anyways. Um, but it doesn't matter because I was scared and I was like, but I'm going for it. You know, rather I would rather pay him or, or no, I guess I had a, I set up a call with him. I'm trying to figure this out, obviously, as I'm recording it. I had a call with him. I told him what my issue is. Like, oh, 91 people? That's no problem. That's that's easy. That's easy. I could tell you the answer to that. Like, I got that. I was like, do I have to buy all this equipment? Oh, hell no. Don't buy all that equipment. No. So ultimately, um, he convinced me to, to sign up for his coaching. And then during my very first coaching call, he gave me the solution of how to, to kind of incorporate stations and how to move people gracefully throughout this, you know, gym space, um, with very little to no equipment. I was like, my mind was blown. And so I I say that story because I could have spent that money that I got from that group on deal, roughly that $1,200 on equipment. I very well could have. And in fact, in the future, when I did other deals, I did on, on some equipment. But what I didn't, what was even more valuable and kind of worth its weight in gold was the knowledge of someone else who had, who had done exactly what I wanted to do before me and, and gave me the solution to something that I was stressing out about because that would have been a very expensive and stupid mistake, um, although I probably would have figured it out some way, I guess if I'd gone out and bought a shit ton of equipment right off the bat, right? So my mind had gone directly, like immediately from, oh crap, I just sold 91 living social deals. I have 91 people coming in. My thought was like, how am I going to train them? Or like, more or less like, the, the it just went to like strategy. Like I don't, I, I guess I'm gonna need to have so much more equipment. And there's also a thought of like, what are they going to do when they come in and I don't have any equipment? I felt insecure about it. I wanted to kind of feel more established, like, okay, I want them to come in and feel like they're impressed that like I, I have my shit together, right? Again, little, little did I realize that they could have given a rat's ass. Why they came to me is because they hated the big box gyms. They were looking for something else and something in my copywriting piqued their interest, right? And so... Instead of using that money to buy, you know, weight or like, yeah, dumbbells and kettlebells and jump ropes and everything else, 
I use that money to buy knowledge, to buy coaching, to buy um, mentorship. And I have never lost on that type of investment since then. There's been so many more times that I'm like, man, I could buy, I could buy this, I could buy that. I could buy these tangible assets or I could buy information, knowledge. And that by far has always been such a better investment for me, especially at the beginning, especially when you're starting something new. Um, than it would be just to buy to have bought like physical assets. Does that make sense? So the 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 reason why I'm telling you all that is because whether I just got to believe that if you're listening to this and this is resonating at all, you're probably looking at doing something that you're scared of, right? Because if you're someone who's listening to this type of podcast, you're someone who takes risks. You're someone who's growth minded. You're someone who is willing to put themselves out there and and to stretch yourself so that you can someday meet the newer version of yourself, right? But with that comes <laughs> fear, comes resistance, comes anxiety and stress. And a lot of that, a lot of times that fear like the message that fear is telling you is that you're not prepared, right? So the solution cuz a lot of times people will take negative emotions, fear and anxiety, overwhelm, stress, like those type of things, and they'll suppress it, right? Myself included. I have a bad habit of doing that too. But if we always remember that every single negative emotion has a message, and if we heed that message, that message will tell us how to move through that emotion very quickly and, you know, resolve that emotion because you've taken some sort of action, right? So again, if you feel overwhelmed, uh, that message is that you feel like there's too much stuff to do and you don't have the clarity of what it is that you're going after, right? So the solution to that is dumping about everything onto a piece of paper that's in your brain, right? Dumping it all out and then you go through and actually prioritize what are the two to three different things that I need to do on this massive list of to-dos, let's say, that will actually move me towards my ultimate outcome, but you have to get clear about what's my ultimate outcome. Is it to make money? Is it to lose weight? Is it to... Uh, you know, push forward some type of agenda. And so the same thing happens when it comes with fear. Fear is one of the most, you know, primal, scary emotions that we feel on a regular basis, right? And that message is telling that, that you're not prepared. So to alleviate fear is to be prepared, right? So rather than sometimes, I mean, sometimes the solution might be to buy things, right? <laughs> to buy things so that you are then prepped. Let's say you're going on a big trip, a big backpacking or hiking trip. You might be fearful, but you want to buy a map. You want to buy a good backpack. You want to buy gear. And at that point, then you're going to feel less stress. You're going to be like, oh, you know what? Okay, cool. I can leave tomorrow because I have prepped. I feel prepared. I've checked all the boxes. I'm good. There's a lot less fear. Does that make sense? Whereas, and if you are very unprepared and you haven't trained, right, you're going to feel a lot more fear on that. And so I suggest the same thing when it comes to entrepreneurship, with relationships. A lot of times, though, what we really, what we really lack is not more information because you can get that shit on, on, uh, on Google. You can figure out, you know, packing list or whatever. What you're really actually 
neglecting is wisdom. And a mentor, a coach, an elder, they're the ones that will give you the wisdom and be like, you know what? Yes on that. No on that. They like can just kind of tell you, okay, here's here's the the way to achieving, you know, whatever it is that you want. Okay. Hey, buddy. My roommate's dog all of a sudden wants to play. Yeah. Um, that's too funny. So ultimately, wrapping this up, I just want you to, to focus again on anytime you feel fearful, I want you to focus on getting more resourceful, right? Can you, can, do, you, do you even hear what I'm saying? Or are you, uh, are you listening to my roommate's dog behind me squeaking his squeaker? right? Become more resourceful rather than looking at like, oh, I don't have the resources, so I need to get the resources, right? Actually look at how you can invest in becoming more resourceful or finding someone who has a lot more resources or, <laughs> and that those resources aren't always tangible goods. Like I said, sometimes those resources that are so invaluable or priceless, not invaluable, that are so valuable or priceless are, is knowledge, Okay. So I challenge you just to get out there and, and ask those questions. Talk to people, network. Don't think you have to do this on your own because that is one of the, the bigger masculine traits is like, oh, I have to do this. It's like the lone wolf syndrome. You have to do this all by yourself. So anyways, I'm really looking forward to, to hearing back from you. Shoot me an email, podcast at johnnyking.com. Hit me up on the DMs, on socials. I'd love to hear how you've taken something that you've learned from this episode or any of my episodes for that matter uh, and applied it to your life because that's the whole point of this is like what's you know I'm hoping that you're you're learning valuable lessons that I can impart from my stories that you can impact and and apply to to your life because that's how I did it with Tony Robbins I took so many things that I learned and I was just constantly ingesting his content so that in those moments of like I don't know what to do things just kind of popped into my brain I'm like, oh gosh, well, that didn't come from me. That came from pouring a lot of good information and knowledge into my head from other resources. Make sense? Awesome. Well, thank you again for listening as always. Until we meet again, have an amazing day. Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something that I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash Coach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.